Hi. Hey, Krisha. Look at us together again. In the same room. Together again for For the the first time. time. We only met on a screen. Hi. Hi. So, all right, I know we have to say it's the Christian and Frank show and buy our merch and everything, but you reminded me of a moment where um, we had a show and uh, we're looking up at at the picture that came in. I think it was the the vaccine show. Mm -hmm. But I could not get a screen grab of us because you look perfect, Mm -hmm. but I look blurry, like, you know, like the bad (laughs) Mona Lisa painting, you know. Yeah. And and vice versa, because Mm -hmm. one of us is always moving. So what I actually did was I photoshopped it. I took a picture that where you looked great. Thanks. And a picture where I looked great, and I don't even know how to Photoshop. But you did it anyway. I made a collage and then took out the dividing line. I love because it. Because everything else was the same. You know, everything else yeah. in the two pictures was exactly the same. The same wall, the same flowers, the same floating photo of you. It just worked. Yeah, I was happy about that. So a little behind the scenes. Anyway. That's uh, the theme of my 66-hour week last week was make it work. So are you really here or did I Photoshop you in? I'm Photoshopped. Well, I'm I not did a, really here. I did a good job. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, please go to KrishaandFrank.com. That's where you can find our merch. Oh, by the way, Captain, oh, yesterday's show? Captain Edit on yesterday's show, if you didn't see yesterday's show, show where I mention uh, that I... Uh, we didn't have the merch with us. We were doing it, uh, recording it at 7 o'clock in the morning, and it was... On a you, Sunday. And you were at your house, and I was here, mm-hmm. and I hadn't put out... Boy, did the, I look tired. <laughs> I hadn't put out the prop cups. So yeah. you say, oh, this is the point where I normally show off the merch. Well, thanks for the edit, Frank. You know, we try to make sure that you have enough time in your life to where you don't have to do a lot of editing at late in the night I on the could fly. Not but resist. You did, um, but yes, Christianfrank.com. <laughs> I, I put in the, the jogger pants. Yeah, right, right over, oh, right, right, right about the here. Underpass. Right about here. Um, but you can find all of our merch there, and also you can find links to see more Smokies, where you can see our latest episode at the Salt and Pepper Shaker Museum in Gatlinburg, which was. So much fun that I didn't even expect it to be that much fun. My friend Bean got mad at me for not telling him about the Salt and Pepper Shaker Museum. I'm sure you told him. I found an interview I did with Andrea Luden in 2019, mm-hmm. sent it to Bean, in which I mentioned Bean, saying, My friend Bean would sure like this. Um, yeah. So that I'm off the hook. Yeah. But that worked. <laughs> <laughs> he but just that didn't was, listen. It's his problem. <laughs> that was delightful. Uh, let's mention a little housekeeping business. Cause yeah. It, speaking of, of other podcasters, and it reminds me of things. Uh, it's Holy Week. So today is um, the Tuesday, Tuesday of Holy Week. Happy birthday, my child. It's oh, my child's birthday. Yay. Chris, he's 14 today. Happy birthday, Chris. Love you. And uh, But the other part of it is... I like taking Good Friday off. Yes. You know, I've worked for companies that, that do and don't observe it for a hol- as a mm-hmm. holiday. Um, but I, I, I think it's nice. Mm-hmm. Gonna, so you know, we decided because, <laughs> frankly, she, we're exhausted. Not just you, but we, we, are, we exhausted. are exhausted. We are exhausted. So this weekend, we're taking off. So there's no show Friday, Saturday, or Monday. Right. Okay. Nothing. You get so, nothing. Right. Well, I mean, maybe we'll post something on like a... No, don't. You know what I'll do? No, if... I have if, an idea, though. I, if they get a post, it'll be a surprise. Okay. Because my idea just, my idea was to post a link to the Seymour Smokies playlist so they can watch all the episodes so far. That sounds like a good idea. Okay, don't tell. I won't. <laughs> but when you say that you're taking time off, you actually have to take time off. 
But we could schedule it, couldn't we, in advance? Yeah. Okay. Between now and then. Oh, right. Okay. Okay. You know, <laughs> yeah, you know when gonna... I say I'm taking time off, I still work, probably. Same. All right. I, what what do you think that I'll be doing in the days that we're we're taking off? You'll be dancing, singing, and performing, right? Yes. In fact, I have to. That's one of the things I need to find out about you is how do I list you? And I'll ask. We can worry about that another time. Are you mainly a dancer? Are you mainly a singer? Are you mainly a comedian? Mainly a, what are you? You're I all, am multifaceted. You're what you would call a multi hyphenate. I am now a sound engineer as well. Oh my God. Yeah. That's fantastic. Mm, yeah. <laughs> well, catch us up. You've been busy. Uh, let's see. Um, since last we spoke, no. Um, Hatfield is Hatfield McCoy is now my full time, full time, full time job. I mean, with benefits, like literally a full time job. I mean, it is it is a full time job. But... Which, by the way, I think is fantastic because there's so many actors in the world who um, go from gig to gig, and you were like this. You had to For learn most of my life. Yeah, yeah. You got that that hard lesson from your friend Jane. Once you decide to become an artist, you have to be prepared for those lean times. And believe me, you've had them. I I have definitely had them. And now in this phase, which won't last forever, nope. Uh, you are in a phase where you're working as a full time working performer. Actor. Yeah, and you know, I I think we've mentioned this once before. You know, a lot of people are like, well, but it's dinner theater in Pigeon Forge. I was like, you know, but here's the thing. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. But I have a full-time job with benefits as an actor. And your job is to memorize lines, meet your cues, take care of the stunts. I mean, there's stunts, there's pyro. It's a show. It is a it is a show. And Yeah, it's not just about the chicken soup. It's a show. <laughs> and we uh it's it reminds me I'm this the past week cuz I worked I really did work 66 hours between Monday and Sunday last week. And that was with a day off. That was with Wednesday when we worked. Oh, when we went to uh the Salt and Pepper, Salt and Pepper Shaker. Shaker Museum and and went to Gatlinburg like that. Oh, that's right. We have all that footage I have to edit. We do. We do. That's what I'll do on our days off. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, but in that time frame, in six days, I work 66 hours because it is peak season. And it's peak When is it not? Well, it's peak season before pe before summer peak. It's spring break. If, if I were to look at the whole calendar year mm -hmm. for Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge... There's obviously peaks for around family vacation times. Pre-COVID or current? Let's just say... Because you can't take into account last year because it was a record year. It was a record year yeah. in two decades. And that was the COVID year. Yeah. So that is unusual. But I guess just in, in terms, generally speaking, if you had to rank them, would you say Christmas is bigger than Thanksgiving, is bigger than spring break, is bigger than summer vacation? Which, um, where, would you, where would you start? Think of when Dollywood is open. So that is from mid-March through Christmas, through New Year's Christmas. Eve, through New Year's Day. So in those times... Um, That's a good point. If you look at when they're having the festivals... Which now is co almost constant. They just it, roll from one yeah. to the next. They added more festivals. So Dollywood opens specifically at the end of March because that is the beginning of spring break season. Got it. Which typically runs through Easter. All right. Right? So you... Like, right around Easter, it starts to drop off so have, again. And by drop off, I mean you get a slight respite. You, get, you, right. you go from four shows a day to three shows a day. Okay. And then once you hit, which we've been doing four shows a day, and that's... And meanwhile, you're coming off of Sweet Fanny Adams, which was one show a night. Right. Okay. Yeah. So now all of a sudden, you're which, at a factory that is just cranking out entertainment and it, from nine in the morning until 10 o'clock at night. And it reminds me, and this is what I was saying, it reminds me of when I worked at Disney and when I worked at Universal. Because, in Florida. In Florida, because that, when I worked uh, specifically, like the memory that comes to mind is I worked at uh, In the Park Nickelodeon show. And we, our first show was at 1015. 
In the morning. In the morning. Of course. And we would do 15 shows a day. Well, because if I show up with the family at the theme park, I'm probably there well before 10 a.m. Park opened at 9. Yeah. And probably, our first show was at 10.15. And 10 the crowd's probably there at 8 waiting yeah. to get in. Yeah. So we would do 15 shows a day. Our show was 18 minutes long, and we would get an hour and 30-minute break in between in the middle of our day. What did you do? Sing, dance? Uh, it was a Nickelodeon show, so it was like a game show. Oh. And so it was oh, high, yeah, yeah. High, yeah, it was high energy, think, slime and kids. I think yeah. I may have gone to something very similar to that at uh, Hollywood Universal mm-hmm. Studios. Oh, okay. um, and so this has reminded me so much of that because it is... You don't, there's no time. Like you start by show. greeting in the in the lobby, greeting the crowd as they arrive. Well, yeah, you know, so on a four-show day, you get there, you have a meeting, then you immediately go get in costume, you set all of your props, you set all of your pyro, like I'm in charge when I, I'm in the show, I'm in charge of my own pyro. So I have two moments where I use pyro and I have to I have to change my pyro and set my pyro. Is this your handgun and your shotgun no, or some other thing? No, this is uh, the, like, my handgun and shotgun are set for me. We that's have, not pyro. No, that's that's, that's firearms. Firearms. Um, so that's taken care of. It's loaded for me. Okay. I, I pick that up and check it out uh, and set it to where it needs to be set. But I have two moments where I handle fire. Oh, the firework. It's on the billboard. Yeah. There's a billboard as you drive mm-hmm. into Pigeon Forge it's of a Gail. dynamite. Gail Kenny, who is the, the main... Right. Mama Koi, when you fill in when she's off. Correct. And she's holding the dynamite. That's actually in the show. Yeah, and there's there's two moments where... I feel like I knew something. We handle dynamite two times in the show. And it's that actor's responsibility. We're trained how to set the pyro and how to do it. And so all of that happens. And then you go out and it reminds me of Theme Park. Because when I worked at Nickelodeon, your job wasn't just to perform in the show. You made the slime. You... Uh, greeted people, you helped get them sat, you pumped up the crowd. You know what? Uh, you've told me a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff because we've mm-hmm. been talking a lot during these long car rides <laughs> yeah. between uh, you'll call me on your way home from the theater or mm-hmm. two. And I've been so impressed with the other the way everyone has to pitch in because you told me about one of the actors whose job it is to print the souvenir photos and put them in the mm-hmm. cardboard. Mm-hmm. You never think about that. You, we, we, as customers would assume there's just a thousand people working backstage making all of these things happen but they're the the very muscular uh divers or in the show Uh are the same very muscular servers who carry those trays out serve you your chicken soup and then go change and they jump in the pool and they're moving scenery backstage they're amazing they're they're pulling they're pulling scenery maybe that's why not only is theme park a good analogy but so is circus yeah where everybody (laughs) i mean no in the in the circus Mm -hmm. every performer has an additional role besides when they're on yeah. In front of the in their sequence, they have something where they're in a roustabout outfit and they're doing something else. If you look yeah. closely at the faces, why is that <laughs> roustabout stagehand mm-hmm. have on mascara and it's her like, hair in a tight bun? And that's you know, I the the Ma and Pa characters, when I am Ma, I am I have to draw on my old lady lines. Not as much as I used to, but I, I do. Oh, I oh, saw I them. They're a lot easier to draw on now. I just have to squint and go, oh, just follow, there they follow are. the natural line. Follow the natural old lady lines. I start looking like my granny. I get halfway through it and I'm like, oh no. When I saw the picture, it reminded me of opera makeup. Yeah. Yeah, it's very... Which is very exaggerated in person. When you see people, an opera person, mm-hmm. and you're like, it's startling. <laughs> they look horrific. But from the back of the theater, you, the message is conveyed that they are old, young, right. whatever they are. Um, but it's my job, like this, my job, because I am in that makeup, to 
482 people are in one sh- are coming to see Whoa. this show, right? And they take pictures of of every group. And people that so are... So that's probably a minimum of 240 pictures. Exactly. And right? and it prints two for that? each one with each different so there's backgrounds. there's 480. We're back to we that. We have four printers in the back that print these six by eights. And it's crazy lady makeup job because she can't be out there in the world like looking like that because it looks ridiculous if you're up yeah, close yeah. to me. Uh, whoever's taking the picture, who are also musicians or actors in the show, no that take the pictures go, one, two, three, smile, cousin. Because <laughs> that's part of an act. These people are act. Even when you're interacting with them in the lobby, they're still acting. There's no time off. There's wow. no because they're putting on. on that character of cousin. That's not how they yeah. talk in real life, huh? Is it? Huh? I, I mean, some of them. Some <laughs> of them are from West Virginia, and they all talk like that. But it's my job as the printers start firing up, and I mean, they're like, I will show you with our Taco Tuesday. The pictures are coming out like this. Just nonstop. Boom, 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 I bet. And my job is to go to the teeny tiny left-hand corner and pair up. Okay, these people are sitting at G23. Pair them up G23 and sort them. Yeah, yeah. Get them in stacks of five. I'm looking at the... Right? This, just like it's here. Sorry, this is the improv of me. I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at them like, yep. Get them in stacks G25 of five. G25 is right there. There it And goes. hand them off to uh, one of the female singers who there are six people who take them and go find those tables and sell the pictures. Then they bring them back to me. We sort them and put them in the thing, and then they go back out to the table. How about that? It's, it's, it's a, it's a, you know what? Hmm. It's a great job. Mm-hmm. And if it weren't that, those are the things that keep Sevier County in business. It's a tourism town. That is the lifeblood. The the tourist dollars. All those people mm-hmm. driving down from Michigan. I saw the GM of. Um, uh, Ripley's Aquarium put mm-hmm. on uh, either Twitter or Facebook yesterday. The entire state of Michigan is in Gatlinburg, <laughs> and they also came. I mean, it's we've had people that, could, that come to shows. They're like, "Yeah, last night we did Stampede. Today we're here. Tomorrow we're going to Comedy Barn." Because they, go to, that's, they go to the Pirate Show. Yeah, yeah. Not realizing that all of those are owned by the same company, and you're all in the same family. Thank you for your tourism dollar. Yeah, that's fantastic. So Steve's Tree Service. Is that what we do? Yeah. <laughs> I pulled the wrong thing. Did you? <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely right. I know. You, yeah, thanks for paying attention. You're welcome. Steve's Tree Service. <laughs> I looked over there, I was like... No, no, you're right. You're right. I was not prepared. <laughs> Steve is so the man. Mm-hmm. I, um, I had some fun, and they heard this, apparently, when I mentioned on the radio that uh, I have a friend who's a tree surgeon, tree service guy, mm-hmm. and his favorite band is Sticks. Isn't that hilarious? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But it's true, also. That's yeah. how we first, in fact, that's how I first met Steve, was talking about Sticks, the band. And then when he told me he was a tree guy, I'm like, oh, that's funny. No, he's like, no, I really am a tree guy. And he really is a tree guy. And thank Thank you to our friends that watch who have given Steve's a call. We oh, yeah. do appreciate you mentioning us when you call him to have... I, I got a text from Steve's wife, uh, Renee, all excited yeah. because someone, one of you, uh, contacted them and mentioned us. I so mean, thank you. That's, that's thank you we, for that. That's exactly right. Thank you. But it, they serve all of East Tennessee, and they've been in business for over 20 years. And mm-hmm. that the thing that, that I always mention, but it's one of the most important to me if I'm having work done, is that they also clean up. Not Absolutely. only are they skilled at cutting down your trees, but they do the work of scooping it out of here. And I had so much that they took down <laughs> that it required, I think, three or four trips to the dump Woo. with uh, the trailer just packed to the gills of 
all this stuff and they really they work their tails off at that part of it um i am most impressed by the way they take down those dangerously tall trees safely and with all the weather we've had lately you probably are aware that if you don't haven't had a tree that has already fallen from the root structure being Mm -hmm. in the mud you know just if you you might see one that's in danger of falling yeah, now's the time uh, to look around your property and say, ooh, uh, some of these need work, and call Steve and Renee and have them get out there and get you a fair estimate and get on the calendar, because I guarantee you they work every day, sun up to sundown. 865-257-6214. And you can also find them on Facebook as well. Yeah, that's a great yeah. way to find them. They have high ratings on Facebook, Yelp, Google, all the usual spots. Uh, Steve's Tree Service in Knoxville, 865-257-6214. It's Taco Tuesday. I'm excited about that. Thank you for remembering yeah? because apparently I couldn't remember anything. I was already on to Wednesday's show. <laughs> I, <laughs> I was thinking about, oh, good, I've got a topic for the second half. But no, I, no, I, I mean, I do. You I do. Just, I just don't know what it is. Well, let's see. Oh, you threw it. Oh, you threw, you oh, threw sorry. it at me. Oh, pick one. Pick, okay, pick well, the, one, the first one you threw at me, I'm going to take. Oh, this is from Bruce. How do we know? Oh, because he emailed it to us. Yes. All right. Well, it was still random. Yeah. There's okay. a lot in there. Hold it up. What showbiz moment or performance are you most proud of? Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. See, now, there's a couple of ways to interpret that. And may I, I'll say that while I stall and try mm-hmm. to think of an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's the, the one angle where you get to have that brush with fame. Yes. And you get to meet someone, especially since we worked in radio and performance and theater mm-hmm. and all these things there's that moment where you get to meet somebody exciting or you get to do something that is unusually cool because of your position in in the business but there's also the other side of it where as a performer mm-hmm. you occasionally hit a home run you know there's a lot of believe me there's a lot of strikeouts and there's a lot of singles doubles and triples yeah but once in a while you <laughs> you knock that ball out of the park mm-hmm. so which way do you want to take it um, I, when you, I, what's your first gut reaction? My first gut reaction is two separate shows at Flying Amble Theater. One being Sylvia, because... Is that the one I saw? I think I saw that one twice. You saw it, you did. At and least twice. I, I saw many was, of your shows twice. Why? I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, because I would bring somebody. It was, I would go see it on opening night and then come back with somebody else. Because you always got invited to the opening night invite-only reception. Right, which was like, free. Yeah. And then I come back and buy a ticket right. for a later show. That's true. Um... But Sylvia was a show that I had wanted to do for over a decade. We talked about this years ago, and I remember you telling me that it was a Sarah Jessica Parker... Matthew Broderick. ...did it on Broadway. Mm-hmm. And um, I, not that I would see them when I'm watching the show, but you mm-hmm. showed me a YouTube video of them doing the show. Mm-hmm. So I have this visual memory of Sarah Jessica Parker as the Labradoodle, mm-hmm. yeah. which is the title character, and you played that title character. Because it was insanely physically taxing, and I got to do really amazing things that was very difficult. But the one I'm most proud of, of myself, I'm proud of myself, is the um, Holiday Cabaret, where the I big had... Big Fat Holiday Cabaret? Big Fat Holiday Cabaret. This came up in my Facebook memories this past <laughs> um, Thanksgiving, Christmas time. It required a lot of me in swallowing my own pride because I auditioned, really? I auditioned for that show and I was not cast in it. Okay. I was told that I was not a strong enough singer for the other people, other females that were being cast to perform in that show. Because the word cabaret means that it is just a series of songs. It's almost like a Sweet Fanny Adams show yeah. where it's one song after another. Each one's funny. 
Um, but that's the whole thing. It's a bunch of skits, yeah. musical skits, one after the other. And I was told that I was not a strong enough singer for the other women in the show. It was Emily Helton. A Mandy, very good singer. Mandy Lawson. Who is the lead singer of a rock band. And Jess Majors Rankin. Also another theatrical singer. And oh, wow. So I did not get cast in the show, and another person was. I was asked to choreograph the show. And so I went in as choreographer, and I also was stage managing. So I did yeah. stage manager and choreography for the show. That required a pride-swallowing moment. Also, what required the most pride-swallowing was four days before the show was to open, the woman who got cast instead of me quit the show. Whoa. And I was asked to take over that role. Mm-hmm. And my confidence was already in the toilet because I'd been told ahead of time yeah. I w- why I wasn't. And I understood why I wasn't cast in the show and I needed to work on my singing. Right. They said you're not good enough, That's, but we still want you to work behind the scenes. Right. And so, you, know, you know, that happens, I bet, a lot in high schools. <laughs> you know, you uh-huh. try out for the, the big role and they tell you, no, you can't yeah. play that, but you can pull, pull the so curtain open. I wasn't good enough, but then I was, I was the rescuer and I was asked to rescue the show. But you did a fine job. And my proudest that I was of myself is I had to sing a four-part girl harmony in Hard Candy Christmas. And I worked on that for four straight days after rehearsal, before rehearsal, when I got out, I would call Mandy, I would call Jess, and I would work, and I worked that song, and I felt That's like... That's why I gave you the Hard Candy Christmas t-shirt that year, isn't and it? And I... It is. And I sang that. the hell out of that song. You did. And but you know what's funny to me is, you know, you're talking about you're being a choreographer mm-hmm. and being a singer. I think of you as a comedian, mm-hmm. comedian if you want. Right. Because on that show specifically, you had some of the absolute mm-hmm. funniest parts. There's this part where you were stuffing a turkey and it was like a vitamin of Benjamin yeah. bit from Lucille Ball kind of. Yeah, and that was a hard song. But I took so many pictures. Those are all the ones that came up in my Facebook memory because <laughs> I'm just laughing my tail off <laughs> of you with this prop turkey. And I still remember it as being hilariously funny. And that is where I met Donald Thorne, who is one of my most best friends ever in life. I he was to good do in that, that show, show too, yeah. yeah. So that's the proudest of myself that I've been. Like. That's a good question, Bruce. Yeah, it's a great question. Yeah. You? Well. Stop looking at the time. This is our show. Okay. <laughs> I, um, I often come back to, and I, I've talked to, to Death already on the podcast, is those radio recreation radio dramas that i did mm-hmm. out in los angeles at klos um i wasn't acting but i was producing and directing mm-hmm. and casting and and doing all of the mm-hmm. logistics to make this seemingly impossible thing you were producing happen on live radio but i mean you know you could say well you were in los angeles you're on a KLOS. That doesn't make it any easier. I you don't know, think. it's not that hard for you to get big name stars. Well, you know, I ha- yeah, maybe I had that advantage. Maybe mm-hmm. you know, as a result, by the time the third time I'm casting Mark Hamill to mm-hmm. be in a, one of our radio dramas, I literally just have to call up and tell his wife the date, and he shows up. <laughs> nice. yeah. I mean, at that point, yes, but, it gets easier. But that's because you had done the work of of committing. He, we to won him his and, trust and, in the right, earlier. Right. right, he's a very. Uh, experienced genius professional voice actor and he wouldn't have kept coming back if we hadn't respected his talent and everyone's talent uh, in the first 
several yeah. shows that he was in. So that was kind of huge. And I've told you the the moment of, of William Shatner in War of the Worlds <laughs> overacting, you know, Shatnering <laughs> to it. 11, but it's what I wanted. Shatnering to 11. <laughs> Taking it all the way. He's coming to Knoxville for Halloween at the Is Fanboy he? Expo. Him and George Ooh. Takei. <gasps> oh, Lord. I know. But anyhow, uh, yeah, he Shatnered it up, and that's what I wanted. And it was brilliant, and it got the standing ovation that I didn't expect, but it did. Yeah. So that was, I, I have to say, that's something I'm really super proud of in terms of showbiz. But... The whole time, I wanted to be a performer more mm-hmm. than a producer. Um, and that really, I mean, I don't have as many credits there, but it, I love, love, love doing stage improv. And there have been moments, yeah, yeah. Um, well, many, many moments where I just, you get this you feeling get like you know you hit, you know you connected <laughs> with the audience in a way that makes all of the hardship of getting there worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the one laugh will take care of all of the bombs that have happened previously, and then you start the cycle over again. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So I'd say that's uh, that's pretty that's, cool. Yeah, Bruce, well, thank you for that. Do you see the uh, part I that's do. blinking red at I us? I do. We got to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got to go. <laughs> Our electronic uh, director is telling us to wrap. <laughs> it's time to the, go. The, otherwise, the microphones are going to cut off. Yeah. That's pretty good. So we'll see you tomorrow. Yes. Yeah. Tomorrow being uh, Wednesday. It is. It's Wednesday. Thank you so much. Audibletrial.com slash Krisha and Frank. 30-day free trial. And then you can continue on after that. You get one free download whether you keep it or not. And you're helping us out with the affiliate marketing deal by going to that website and signing up for the 30-day free trial. Yeah. So awesome. All right. Well, thanks a lot. KrishaandFrank.com has our merch, has Seymour Smokies, has the other links. And whether you're listening on uh, the audio podcast or watching us on YouTube, we appreciate you. We do. Bye. Bye.